0: Welcome to Inside Legion, the show that takes place inside David Haller's mind. I'm Alex Zalbin. I'm Justin Tyler. Pete LePage here. And... <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. You're the world's angriest boy in the world. And the <laughs> man with the true. yellow eyes. And, he is. And uh, some other stuff. And huge... Huge revelations in this episode. This, is amazing. this amazing episode. So, I don't want to go too far out on a limb, but I would say this might be my favorite episode. This week's episode. Oh, no. definitely. Oh my gosh! Just
1: the oh. we finally learn like what's going on. There's so much like genre bending. I want to throw this out there. This is the most comic booky comic book show of all time.
0: Yeah, what and makes you the say that?
1: Comic booky? What? It's the show that is the closest to reading a comic book uh, version of of this story. Well, what makes you say that? What's, because what's your uh, comic books are uh, use other genres to tell their stories, and this show uses other uh, types of television and movies, uh, film, uh, in this silent film, like almost like music videos, like score. All this is such a cinematic show, and that to me makes it more. Comic booky than so many other shows, it also like d- uses a lot of juxtaposition and a lot of like montage, like, which is a very comic booky thing it 's putting two images next to each other and being like, May you make sense of this
2: i 'm so glad FX said yes to this show because there had to be so many places that were like like, No, what is this show i don 't even know I, what it 's about
0: i mean I, I get what you 're saying, but I would bet. That they Noah Hawley didn't even take it anywhere else because no, this he's is, an FX company. Yeah, man. He, he's a company man. Yeah. He's sold out. Yeah, with that this show. guy is. Jesus hot. Christ! I'm well, so this disappointed show in him.
2: Is so amazing. I'm so happy that it's being made and in the way that it is. It's so artistic and beautiful and scary and intense. I mean this episode was all over the place with emotion.
1: It's also super comic booky because it it's super complex like the beginning of this episode specifically where Jermaine Clement and uh and um Bill, Bill Irwin Bill Irwin are sitting in the room like laying out what's actually going on. Yeah. Yeah. It was the most comic booky dialogue of any <laughs> show where they're like Farouk, you mean the shadow king? Yeah. <laughs> like that's so comic booky. Yeah, that was. Like
0: this is We've, we've seen a lot of shows like... Uh, you've seen shows like Lost or Westworld come to mind in particular. Shows that are uber complex like this. When they get to an info dump episode, it barely ever works. This... Totally worked. Well, yep. you know what
1: they did? I think, which was very smart, they saved the exposition uh, emphasis on the X episode for right before the climax. Like, the, we get the climax and know what the fuck's going on at the same yeah. time. So it's like, yeah. yes, oh, yes, yes! <laughs> and it's, that's why, like, also- even Pete, Pete, the the man who loves Arrow is happy with this show. Yeah. Uh,
0: don't don't <laughs> slam something else to build something back. Up. I would never. Yeah. Right.
2: Also I really liked I think they did a great job of giving it uh, to the flight of the concords guy, uh, to del- yeah, the deliver such amazing uh uh information in such a creative way, like when he's rhyming and talking and like so funny, just so yeah. many
0: like funniest sides and that well whole- to that point, I think what the show has done incredibly well that we've been talking about in every episode and you touched on it a little bit earlier, Justin is. There are so many different tones going on. It's yeah. a show that allows itself to be funny in the midst of drama, have incredible action, crazy mind-bending twists, weird visuals, and it all works in the world yeah. of the show,
1: yeah. and it's awesome. There's, so it, this is like, to bring it back to comic books, this is like a Jonathan Hickman story. Where it's like so dense, there's so many ideas at play here. Like, just one section, uh, we have uh, Jermaine Clement shows up drinking a martini. He like conducts a shield out of music and letters (laughs) that builds up in front of the bullets that are screaming toward uh, Sid and David. And then Lenny comes and destroys the shield and we never even see it. That Mm -hmm. like is a crazy number of ideas that is never even paid off or mentioned again.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, not that it's a huge difference, but like it's almost Grant Morrisony in a certain yeah. way. Interesting, even yeah. more than Jonathan Hickman. Like Jonathan Hickman is very controlled in his plotting. Yeah. This is getting super deep diving with the comic book stuff, but that's all right. Yeah, um, Grant Morrison is very much like ideas, ideas, yeah. ideas. Here's a million ideas. We're throwing a million ideas. You're out right, there.
1: And, and Grant Morrison's much more like it's an idea jam session where we see what the fuck happens. At the yeah,
0: end. and to that end, we talked about uh, they they referenced the White Room a couple of episodes back on the show, which was. Was something from his new X Men run from Grant Morrison's new X Men run, um, and a lot of this does feel like the archness
1: of the new X Men run. And yeah. that,
0: like, I would not be surprised if Quentin Quire showed up in season totally. two or something like that. Yeah, and
1: this David Holler almost has some of that Quentin. Quire uh-huh. He does. He's like. He's, like, a little bit sarcastic. Like, Legion in the comic books is never, like, funny. Yeah. And Quentin Quire is, and and that's what this, we're seeing here.
0: What I think, though, that's, that separates this from Grant Morrison, though, is this is also really human at the same time. Grant Morrison is always, the is like, hello, I did a million pounds of LSD. Like, yeah. literally just stuffed LSD in my body until I exploded, and then I wrote some comic
1: books for you. The spaceship's made out of music, man. <laughs> that's a legitimate <laughs> plot point in the DC universe. Right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Superman stops, uh, a bunch of Superman stop a guy with some music, so it's pretty cool. Um, But it has that level of ideas, but brings them down to a human level. So uh, just let's take a step back for those now, uh, what are we, like, well, only five minutes into this podcast, Mm. I guess. Let's talk about the plot thus far. As far as we know it. So, uh David Haller is a mutant. He has unknown uh, range of powers. He has been trapped inside of his own mind by a parasite that we find out. This episode is Amal Farouk, the Shadow King. Which Justin yes. called.
1: You called. I mean, thank you for begrudgingly giving me credit. Giving me credit. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think now that we know that it is true... I mean, it's not like I... Like, the clues were there. It's not like I... Hey, take the credit. Yeah, okay, I'll take the credit. I fucking get shit, and I pay (laughs) attention.
0: (laughs) I figured out that Legion is Professor X's son, so there you go. See,
1: we're all paying Uh, attention. Pete, what did you figure out? Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. I wasn't quite done with the the (laughs) summary. So he's trapped inside his mind by Amal Farouk, uh, who we find out this episode is the Shadow King, Um, is a parasite that's been living in his mind for a really long time, and all of his friends, who are kind of like riffs on X-Men in certain ways, are also trapped in David Mine. At the same time, in the real world, a gun is about to kill, at the very least, Sid, who is David's girlfriend, and David. They've all been frozen in time. Everybody is kind of on their own tracks, and we bring everything together this episode. So, Pete, what were you going to say?
2: I was just going to say that I I, could, I, I don't remember. You You talked for so long. But I, I did want to bring it back to the point <laughs> that uh, Justin was talking about, where this is the first time I felt like That this related to the X Men, I felt like this uh, episode did a great job, especially with the drawings on the chalkboard. Really gave it that. Yes, this has the comic book heritage in the background. Well, I mean, this
0: was we mentioned this a couple of times in the podcast, but Noah Hawley initially said, "I don't want to drop all this X Men stuff immediately. We got to earn it. Yeah, it's earned. Earned it. Oh man, were they worth it? Did they work it?" (laughs) <laughs> they turned that thing back down and
1: reversed it. Yeah, Wow. Yeah, but yeah they, cool. Let me drop a did. beat. Let me drop a beat real quick, and you can <laughs> okay, that that sounds thought. really good. No, I'm good. No, uh, you're good on that. <laughs> I'm all right, thanks. Rat battle. Uh, and we see an X, was it an X badge or belt there at the time? No, that was, the so wheelchair. In,
0: in the beginning, yeah, it was the, uh, oh, the Professor wheelchair. X's wheelchair. Yeah. Ah. So uh, Amy, who is David's sister, is being interrogated by mm-hmm. Lenny slash Amal Farouk, and they go back to the memory of the when David was dropped off as a baby, and we get a flash of Professor X's wheelchair straight up from the X Men movies. Yeah. It, it's totally silly, but I loved it. Like oh, I, I, love I it, loved yeah. it. I lost my mind. I knew also, we were joking we... about an X window a couple of episodes back. You showed me an X wheelchair. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: uh, uh, yeah, but also take much I liked for us little <laughs> no. boys the drawing. We're such good I was little boys. out at the drawing <laughs> of his dad. Here are was your bald. presents, you good little <laughs> yeah. boys. Wait, what were you saying? The drawing of his dad was bald. You know? like yeah, no, he didn't no, know, know to put so his the dad in
2: the wheelchair, but the fact that he knew that he didn't have So, okay, we're sad.
0: jumping around a little bit, but let's talk about the blackboard sequence. So at a certain point, David uh, figures out that he is, is trapped in his own mind, and we enter... In a show that has not shied away from meta sequences, this was easily the most meta sequence the show has ever done. Yeah. Uh, first of all, David played by oh my god, I just played Dan Stevens. Played by Dan Stevens is presented with an alternate version of himself, his rational mind. It was a British accent. Of course. In real life, Dan Stevens has a British accent, so they're already playing with yes. that. Yeah. What which, a mind fuck.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I a thought British man playing an American? I'll believe it when I see it.
0: <laughs> but they were they were playing with it. He yes. points out that he has a British accent. He's like, "Hey, it's weird that you have a British accent." Well, He's
1: like, "I'm your rational mind." He's sort yeah. of like, "Pip pip." Yeah, and you know, I will say, smarter. as a
0: Downton Abbey fan, it was very nice to have Matthew Crawley back in the oh,
1: mix. Oh my God! I don't. You think it's a crossover? Uh uh-huh. One of the conscience, consciences is uh, yeah. It's
0: like upstairs, uh, downstairs, inside of your mind. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, conscious, subconscious. Upstairs, downstairs.
0: Yeah, there we go. Uh, so uh, he's he manages to break out of there, goes to a classroom where there's a big blackboard, and we get a demonstration of what happened between Professor X and Amal Farouk. And I agree with you, Pete. Straight up, seeing him imagine... Professor X bald, battling him with psychic rays as Amal Farouk fights back. That is, to your point, Justin, straight out of the... Like, they were drawing a comic on that. It was awesome. uh, That's why I love
1: the light touch, the reference that we've done. Uh, We see a full-on silent film later. Yeah, I
0: will say I also, getting sticky with the meta thing for a second, again, they make a meta commentary on it where David is looking at the picture of his father, and he's like, oh, God, what what does my father even look like? Nah, I can't even imagine it. Yeah. And then they move on from there, which is clearly like we did get James McAvoy, we did get Patrick Stewart. We're not yeah. going to show you Professor X. This is Good. the closest you're going to get. Calm I don't down. need to see him. Yeah. yeah. And did that take you out of the
1: show at all, or did you enjoy it? Not a bit. I loved it.
2: Yeah, yeah. I uh, was eating this whole episode. This whole
1: episode, up. yeah. I feel like they didn't really make a misstep. I. There's nothing. No. I was like, oh, that's
2: even the start
0: of it was so intense.
1: Yeah. I yeah. Mean,
0: so, so David is in his trapped in his mind at the same point. Uh, Bill Irwin, Kerry, and uh, Oliver Bird are teaming up to try to figure out how to stop the Shadow King. So we start getting some of the pieces that were seeded last episode. We saw Kerry come up to Sid in David's childhood bedroom. In Oliver's diver suit, it turns out that's because they're teaming up. Uh, and Sid has completely figured everything out. What did you think about that sequence? Because I thought that was great. Uh, me too. Also I the way love... Sid just called everything out. Like, yeah, I've
2: been paying attention. I love that. It was a great thing because it's like we as... Uh, viewers, like, some people have already, like, put this all together,
1: yeah, like, JT to the SIS, so it was cool
2: that we had <laughs> that did not. comment, like, yeah, yeah, I've been paying attention, we're not in an actual, that wouldn't make any sense.
1: But also, I loved that it. it was like, I'm not gonna, we're not gonna make the audience sit here and listen to me explain it to you again. Again. So she's just like, yeah, I know what's happening. I've been paying attention as if she's like watching the episode along with us, which I thought was very funny, like another meta moment.
0: Yeah, it was great. That was great. And then Sid is given magic glasses, which again was an amazing, weird little touch. So funny. So simple. That takes her into a silent film style world where she and other Carrie are going after and trying to find David and Melanie with the other guy who we frequently forget about. Uh, If you also forgot about him, he's the guy from the first episode and he showed up occasionally throughout. He has the power to move things with his mind and is generally throwing rocks behind him and stuff. Uh, He was stabbed. Upstairs in David's house, and in his dying moments, ends up essentially saving everybody. Yeah. yeah, it was amazing. It was great, but at the same time, we lose a cherished friend. We lost the eye this episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. the eye. He died. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we lost an eye, which is difficult. Yeah, but gained a gain daughter. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we all cool. have an eye patch at this. Yes, point. we are. So he um, gets banged up in a pretty like awesome way, though. He yeah. does. That was. So I I want to know how he turned did
0: into that. origami. It was insane. So, uh so Lenny, what do we want to call? Amal Farouk, the Shadow King, Show. I think
1: Lenny's more apt. Lenny's in the, more the apt. final moments we see her we see Lenny.
0: Right. So Lenny decides she's done with the eye and just folds him into a small piece, which in the real world means that he's completely covered in blood and gross and dies. And
1: he actually in the last shot of him, he has been crushed into a tiny piece. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it I I want to know how they
0: did that because one of the things that is still blowing my mind about the show is how many practical effects they have. Like Mm. the scene with Oliver and Boy Carey in the ice cube together where the part of the wall disappears and you see David behind it screaming. I'm sure he was actually on set and actually screaming. That was a plastic
1: wall that he was padding on for sure. It was awesome.
0: I love that they're doing that.
2: But it also kind of looked like a screen. It was really crazy. Yeah, it it was very
0: cool. uh, are you sad to see the eye go? Rip the eye?
2: I like the eye. Um, I'm not sad to see him go. You
1: don't like the eye? He was
2: fucking creepy.
1: <laughs> he's creepy. In the, of the creepy villains, he was the less creepy. Yeah. Uh, Let me. I like the eye. Yeah? He might have been a, not a bad guy. We don't, didn't
0: learn Maybe, much about uh, him. Maybe next season we'll get the mouth. I yeah. don't know.
1: <laughs> the nose. I want to meet the ear. Oh, that man. guy pays attention. I hear he's pretty cool. <laughs>
0: oh, boy. Here <laughs> we Do-do. go. Uh, also, Mammoth Yellow Eyes makes him Big, big moves this episode. Basically lets it all out. Um, You were losing your mind watching Aubrey Plaza, as usual, Pete. You want to talk about the sequence a little bit?
2: Yeah. uh, I feel like Aubrey Plaza is such an amazing actress. I mean, she, the range that she has to be able to play this part of, like, a friend, an evil person, sometimes both, and then to have her have this creepy silent movie where she, was, she is like just the way she's walking is and just she was dressed
1: as Neil Gaiman for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she Again, was a, ba- a comic book rep. Great, great rep. Yeah. Uh, she was a bad guy the whole time, Pete. I hate to. Uh, yeah. No, she wasn't. Nope, I think she was. Well,
0: nope. to be fair to Pete, there was a little bit there, the first part of Clockworks, where she wasn't a bad guy, right? Because she ends up in the wall. Yeah. Like, that's the actual Lenny, I in
1: think. In the real, the quote unquote real world.
0: Right. You still don't believe it's
1: really or the real world. That's no, I think this episode has convinced me. Yeah. 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 We'll save it for the All end right. of the episode. All right. Um, a couple other things. I, uh, how about Carrie breaking up with Carrie, basically? Isn't it weird uh-huh. to break up with yourself? It was a well. They weird. didn't
0: break up. She's just a little mad right now.
1: Uh, we'll see. I guess
0: with this is taking a couple of steps back, but to your Carrie, Carrie point, uh and what Pete said, this was the first episode where they really were acting like a team. Like they, yeah. the group dynamic was at play in the last episode, and I thought that was great. But this episode, it did really feel like an X Men team, and to that end, it felt earned that we have gone on these emotional journeys with all of these characters to see sure. Carrie and Carrie break up. One thing that was weird to me, what happened to Tonomy?
1: Yeah, he Tonomy was there. He was, there. Yeah, he was but, there in the room, but he was but gone all he, episode. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what his deal was. Maybe he's just like, eh. He, he picked up the gun after the eye turned into a ball. Right. Yeah.
0: Do you think something more is going on with him? Maybe yeah. he's
1: a bad guy. Maybe he's working with Division Don't three. say that. Don't say that. That's possible. Well, I mean, they he was did show the up right episode. there. That's what I'm saying. He, he never entered the... Well, he's not really gone on an emotional journey, right? Right. He's been steady throughout.
0: We had that touch last episode where we found out that oh, he was the, under the kitchen kid. table and yeah, his mom yeah. died Yeah, uh, right in front of him. So I guess he
1: did, is part of the team. It is weird. Maybe it was just like, we don't have time for him.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. It was strange to cut him out of the episode. I wonder if there but was there was something. so
1: much going on in that episode. There was How so much going on. It well, worked. he's a character. Yeah, he's a
0: character. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I would... Guess that it has something to do with the fact that he jumps into memory, so he wasn't be able to participate. Except for the fact that last episode he was in faux clock, Clockworks, yeah. like he was there. Seems yeah, pretty was.
1: weird. Maybe that's something. Yeah, yeah know. Know. it's
2: definitely something. All right, because everything in this show is something.
1: Uh, one thing I want to say: I was listening to a, a podcast. Um, a podcast called Whoa Whoa Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, guys, sorry guys Sorry other, guys Another
0: podcast Hold on. What other podcast? Don't plug uh, the fucking
1: podcast. Uh, well, I'll tell... I mean, people... This It's interesting. It's an interview with Noah Hawley talking about Legion. And
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. We're talking about Legion <laughs> yeah, right okay. now.
1: We're not the only one. People will be talking on the streets. Right. Uh, it's, uh, Andy <laughs> There's Green. a lot of buzz on the streets. A lot of buzz. Guys at the subway where Pete eats all of his meals. Yep. Uh, Andy Greenwald, they, he does a podcast called The Watch. Well, nobody
2: gives a shit. Well, what I'm was saying, the thing that you're saying? So
1: I'm getting to, I didn't want to, I'm talk, quoting them. I want to plug, so <laughs> it's like, I don't want to be right, a fine, dick. Fine, fine, so fine. So uh, he's interviewing Noah Hawley, and he talks, Noah Hawley talks about, the Jermaine Clement character wasn't even supposed to show up till second season. Oh, really? But Whoa. they just really liked him, and because Noel, he's amazing, Noah Hawley found himself like, "Oh fuck," just writing him in, and he was like, "How could you have done this show without him?" Like, oh. that's just how the way he like creates the story is like yeah. Yeah. phenomenal. It just all like weaves together, which I now, thought was really cool.
0: At the end of the episode, so uh, Oliver Bird has been in cryogenic stasis for we don't know how many years. His wife, Melanie Bird. Uh, misses him Goes down and visits him In cryogenic stasis But hasn't seen him All these years And finally sees him again In David's mind Where he does not remember
2: her. Oh that's yeah. gotta be So yeah. fucking hard. Those are some
0: beautiful scenes First of all I, okay. I love the work That both of them did there It was yeah, awesome To watch great. Yeah Mwah. Mwah. Kissing my fingers um, That was Alex, great stop kissing your fingers But I feel like I'm missing something So maybe you guys Can help fill it in A little bit so at the I'm end sure of I the episode, <laughs> Melanie rushes downstairs to where he's in cryogenic stasis, opens his mask, right. and then by the time she gets upstairs, he's there in the flesh. Mm-hmm. What happened? I don't know. It seems like... It, well, she thought he would be in there, but he wasn't.
2: Uh, so yeah, they saved him. They pulled him out somehow.
1: Well, was he in David's brain? Yeah. Or was that he? Make sense. I don't know. Uh, and that's he also saying.
2: introduced us to his suit, which he thought was a separate person. Maybe Summerlands so suit, isn't real. Yeah, oh boy. The, the
0: suit saved him. So I couldn't quite see in the diver suit when she opens it up. Is there like there he's was, not in there? There's no, no face. face. There's, there's
2: face. no face. It seemed like there was like
1: some leather so straps maybe, or something.
0: Uh, we don't understand a lot about his powers. We don't know exactly how they work. So maybe his body did come out, and that's what she discovered.
1: No, I think there's going to be something. There's just the, the, I mean, it's just too crazy. To, like, it's like a bad edit to be like, oh, you know, he's here. It's like, right. what? So mm-hmm. I, I think they're going to reveal oh, it. Yeah. And like, I still think we don't know the nature of the reality. Like, this episode makes us truly believe that Summerland is real. Right. Maybe but maybe there's, there's a final
2: point. twist. I think season.
1: so. I mean, at the end of this episode, uh, we we've got
2: one more episode. We've right? got one more episode. Oh, oh, we, man. the
1: uh, The interviewer from the first episode shows up, face fucked up. And uh, and then Lenny is breaking out of the of David's brain at the very end.
2: But I do want to talk about the you know uh, the husband and wife moment where she was standing on the railing and was like he's like have I ever told you the story where she was just listening to the coffee talk on repeat and then she was like no let me hear it again I was like oh yeah," and that was that was you
0: so hated that you were pissed off about the coffee machine a couple of episodes back I was like what the fuck you is it? this now suddenly it makes sense Yeah, oh, you no, just have you to trust
1: sometimes Pete likes his coffee with no lip yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's Pour right. that Java Joe, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, can we talk about the Jesus moment? This is, this is a per- personal pet peeve that I have is like too many Jesus references in popular fiction. You hate Jesus. I yeah. just don't like Jesus and I don't like Christians. <laughs> Whoa. What the fuck? What the fuck just happened? happened? I'm just asking. Is that uh, No, is you is
1: that can't cool? just say that. No, is that cool? No, no one's so ever persecuted on anyone for a religion as far as I know. So that's fine. Okay, never mind.
0: I'm kidding. What the fuck just happened? I'm kidding. But I do have a problem with the overuse of it and the fact yes. that they put a halo on David and then when he spreads both.
1: So a th- a crown of thorns is perhaps more Right,
0: yeah. So the halo takes the place of the crown of thorns. And dude, he's got
2: a virus stuck in his head. What are they supposed to do? Put a hood on him? Like what other?
0: Why is it's that a Jesus? Jesus reference. Well, what I wanted to, be to be ask you guys, since I don't know, I don't know, think that's a Jesus. Reference. I don't know the whole Jesus myth. Would you call it a myth? <laughs> you're <laughs> talking to the know. wrong dude. <laughs> yeah.
1: If you think we're going to go to back for some biblical shit, you're talking <laughs> to the wrong guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: so when does he wear? He wears the crown of thorns. Well, I don't know. Honestly, I can't believe reference. I knew crown of thorns. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> I can't believe I knew to say crown of thorns. Sure.
0: So it's when he's on the cross, right? So then he's resurrected. So we get this shot after he gets the crown of thorns. After he catches the bullets. And is resurrected where he stretches out both of his arms in a white light embraces him but then he takes everybody to Summerland.
1: That is pretty Jesus. Yeah, it's a
0: little Jesus-y.
1: Wow. It was a little... I, though, I didn't I make that, have, that connection. I could have done without it. Summerland also in uh, Norse mythology is like a heaven-type place, I is think. And so, uh, Maybe I'm wrong. Summerland is something like we'll go to the Summerlands where right. you have food and everything. There
0: was also, there's that book, that book in the New Testament where they reveal that Jesus has had a parasite pretty much since he was born yeah. named Amalfar. Rook, the Shadow King. Yeah, uh, so that's a, another parallel. I it's love that Book part of, of the Bible. It's Book that, of Claremont. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: Pete LeVage. nice coming in hot. Yeah, there we go.
2: Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get the Jesus reference at all. And after you explain it, I'm still like, Meh. I don't think <laughs> cool. so. It
1: was a little. No, big. it was. It's no, no what, I agree with you. Like, I mean. DC's much worse about it in their Superman movies. But, right. Uh,
0: it's fine. It was just a little blip in the middle. But yes. it, it, that was one thing that took me out. Uh, let's talk about the ending, though. What do you think's going to happen next? Like we teased at this point, the uh, interrogator from the first episode is back with a horribly burned face. District, I keep calling it District yeah. 3. Division 3 has yeah. surrounded everybody, and uh, Mal Farouk has broken out of his slash her prison What's going to go down in this last episode?
1: A lot of those uh, soldiers are going to get turned into little balls. Like,
2: we, don't, <laughs> we don't know if broken outs, the, I mean, there's a crack. You know, I mean, broken oh, so out.
1: Oh, you think it's just, just going to be a little crack and we'll be <laughs> like, bye. I well, I don't, see I, you, you can't say
2: broken out. I mean, it's, it's still stuck in there as of now.
1: I think there's going to be a. I mean, it's crazy because the team got together to save David and escape in this episode. So they're not going to do that again. I don't know what's going to happen. That's right. why I feel like there's still some more reveals to well, be Well, the
0: had. other thing that's really interesting now is David is, as far as we know, in full control of his powers at this yeah. point. So he could take down Division 3. That estimate. was a
2: nice moment with this sister Who's was like,
0: I'm a mutant. You know, yeah, he's kind yeah. of like yeah. excited about it. That was so pretty cool. We'll have to see. I'm really curious to see how they're going to wrap this up, whether it will be open-ended, what will happen. Uh, whatever it is, it's going to be
1: awesome. And there is a season two pickup we just found out this there week. There is. So we yeah. have a whole other season of this to look forward to. Right.
0: Oh, we'll, uh, we'll I'll tell you what, I'll tell you guys what who are, are listening at home. We'll do this episode as the aftercast and then after the next show, We'll do probably like I think predictions for season two Hell after yeah, the yeah. last episode. Maybe we'll keep going. Who knows? We'll keep talking about Legion Let's forever. Keep doing I got it. a couple of ideas, but I'm going to save them. Ooh,
1: Ooh, I love it. Yeah,
0: there we go. All right, before we go, as we do every episode, what's real? What's not real? Justin, you've been bursting at the seams to say something all episode.
1: Well, I got. <laughs> I I mean I've been the one pushing none of it's real this whole time, and this Ooh. episode seems to say Summerland is real. And everything else is fine. But we are still in a world where we don't know what exactly is happening. Jermaine Clement, uh, Oliver bursts, he just appears. Like, that seems sort of. Uh, Weird and not maybe like a thing that happens in the real world. I feel like in this next episode, the Sid and David relationship is going to take the focus. Like Alex always talks about the show, Sid's the main character, and and I think David's almost the set as opposed to the environment that this whole thing takes place in. I think that's where it's going to go, and we're going to find out what's real once and for all. So you're talking about like how New York City a lot of times plays like a, a character. character in Fuck the yeah. movies. In my
0: life, yeah. New York's the main character.
2: Oh wow! Yeah, this is like a well, Woody Don't Allen say movie. that to your wife or kid, please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Woody um, Allen movie, and he's like, "I love uh, working in uh, David."
2: Okay, so I'm shooting still, David. <laughs> I still believe we're all just in Aubrey Plaza's mind. Oh,
0: okay. in real life.
2: In real life, Yeah, yeah sure.
0: He, <laughs> cool. This is just
2: Corey. Aubrey Plaza's world, and we're just living it. Makes total sense. Um,
0: I don't think this is real, but I love the map and globe room yes. that Amal Farouk had. That was awesome. And I want to yep. see more of that, that control room. That's a bad guy headquarters. So, yeah, absolutely. More of that, please. Alright guys, thank you so much for listening to Inside Legion. If you'd like to support the show and the other shows that we do, you can go to patreon.com slash comic book club Also, if you are ever in New York, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8pm that's totally free that isn't just about Legion, but you know sometimes uh, anything else we want to plug, Pete?
2: Friend us on Facebook so you know about the amazing guests we have on the show.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at ComicBookClubLive.com and Nerdist.com for our regular Tuesday podcast. And always remember, um, I hate Jesus.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what I call a blackout line. <laughs> Bye-bye.